0: nothing to get excited about mondays suck
1: well well look at you back at it huh
0: another day another dollar work work
1: work waits for no one let's get back let's get back to it let's get this show on the road
2: it's
0: Damn pack of ass producers. Oh, Gary. Merry Christmas. You better ready to do some kissing. Wax on, wax off.
3: I hear there's rumors on the, uh, internets.
4: Oh, boy. I've never got a package this big. I've always wanted to have a huge package.
3: What?
1: We're going to do this without strippers? God, here we go again. R W R
5: C. Due to some sexual content, parental discretion is advised.
6: Good morning and welcome to RWRC Radio, listed and sold by Dustin White Realty, live here in the Unico Bank Studios, right here on 96.9 The Ticket, Northeast Arkansas Sports Station, Ritter Communications, TubeTown Channel 21, the Facebook Live, the TuneIn Radio app, and RWRCradio.com. And, uh, wow, it is a uh, Monday. It is a My Jam Movie Monday. And uh, we're right here on the ticket. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, we'll try to play catch up. I'm getting a bunch of notifications. We'll try to play catch up on that. Hope everybody's doing well on this lovely Monday. Nice, crisp, cool Monday. And uh, it is officially November 2nd. Tomorrow is Super Tuesday. And uh, I don't know. It's 2020. I don't know what else to say. Well,
7: you know, uh, I will say that the GOAT is bearing presence today behind me. Yes, uh, he is. He is. You know what's scary
6: about that, though? What? Do you know what's scary about that? What's that? Is there's no telling what's in that box.
7: (laughs) But it still made out to Mr. A. Yeah. Yeah, because Mr. A was our uh, – what was it? We ended up naming him because, you know, we, you know everybody was such a scrinch last year.
6: Yeah, uh, we we do have some some uh, some pretty good scrinches in the uh, RWRC Radio family. People go
7: down. What's a scrinch what if you take?
6: Blake Burnett's one. My scrunch, man G's one. a
7: Grinch. makes me you get a scrinch. Yeah. But, but I, I think Mr. A was like the most – Chuck's po- one. But Mr. A was like the most positive last – uh, holiday season, so he got his name put on the present. Yeah.
6: Now understand that, Mister A, that tag can
7: be changed. Well, well, it's like it's like the Miss America pageant. If you don't, if you can't perform your duties, yes, then the first runner-up takes over.
6: Yes, <laughs> which we don't even know who that is right now, but Mister A's name is on that present here in the Unico Bank Studios uh, that uh, MJ has. But that can be changed, Mr. A. That name can be changed. So understand that. So you better behave yourself because Santa is, in fact, watching.
7: <laughs>
6: Back in action, Hotline 870 Quality Farm Supply, Texlon 870-372-RWRC. That is 7972. And, of course, as always, you can reach us all across that bright and very shiny Freshly vacuumed rental car wash, social media sideline, Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook on this lovely, lovely My Jam Movie Monday. Well, coming up on the show, uh, there's plenty to talk about. Plenty to talk about on the show today. Uh, I wish there was more positive things to talk about. So we're going to try to keep it as positive as possible because I'm just going to be
7: honest with you, family. My weekend sucked. Well, I'm you know, I'm just gonna be know, honest with you. I will say, uh, Friday, you know, we was at Mabry's, and we just ran out of time because there were a lot of other awards and accolades that came out last week for Arkansas State. So I want to try to catch up on that today. And then on top of that, there was a lot of other good stuff for Arkansas State that had to happen over the weekend. Yes, some more championships and and some trophies that were passed out. Yes, so we got a chance. We'll talk about that. And and Friday afternoon, that was announced. I can't believe it's been since 2007. But it was announced Friday afternoon, a new name will be added to the Ring of Honor. That is correct. That is correct. And and, and, uh, and all of us... That's a positive. All of us old-timers know this guy, but especially you, because he played his career for the Bears.
6: And, uh, you know, I've I've had opportunities to talk to him over the years uh, in different places. And uh, certainly one of the best dudes you'll ever talk to as well. So... Uh, my, my only question is what the hell took them? So Well, that's long?
7: what I was kind of thinking is like, what, what took so long?
6: I mean, I think it's a no brainer. This was one of those no brainers to put in the ring of honor. Right. 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 I mean, I was just like, uh, what?
7: <laughs> yeah. What well, someone said that I,
6: I didn't understand it, but I, but I don't I don't know the ins and outs, yeah, so I don't want to criticize anybody. People
7: always ask me how does that work. I said no, I said, honestly I don't know. I
6: don't understand the rhyme or reason because t- to be honest with you, Jerry Muckensturm it, it's a no brainer to have him in there. Right. Period. But I'm also going to say it's a no brainer that Ryan Applin should already be there. Right. I mean, is there is there going to be an age requirement? I don't is know. there is there? I mean, I, I don't know what the criteria is. I I really don't. I'm I'm being honest. I don't know what the criteria is because when Ryan Applin played his last snap here at Arkansas State, everybody at that point in time was like, retire the number, put him in the ring of honor, let's call it good. Yeah. I mean, that's – and I will tell you right now, I would be shocked if there is any Arkansas State fan that would be like,
7: no, no, Ryan, Ryan doesn't deserve to be there yet. Well, I would be shocked. But when someone said to me the other day, since 2007, t- I said, has it been that long? And they said, well, who was the last one? And I'm thinking, that's 13 years ago. I said, was, now, was that Ray Brown and Tim Langford? Or was that Maurice?
6: I thought, was Maurice not the last
7: one? It, that's what I was trying to remember. I thought it's been, it's been so long, I can't remember.
6: I thought, I thought Maurice Carthon was the last one, but I could be wrong. That's thirteen years. I've slept a couple times and bumped my head a few times. But, but,
7: but that's thirteen. That's thirteen too many long years. Well, there's
6: just like, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come, come, come on, folks. Come on. And and you know, here now. Now let me make if you feel real bad. Yeah. It's already been eight years since Ryan Applin has played here. I know. Eight. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. Eight. What do we need? Like, how many years do we have to have now? Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about that on today's show. Just something to think about. We'll also have your Commerce Solutions Hot Topic of the Day. We'll also have Damn Man Really uh, as well uh, on the show today. Of course, that's brought to you by Stadium Auto Body. By the Numbers, brought to you by United Pawn Brokers of Jonesboro. Also, five random facts on this Monday. Brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Shop Orville's. Show off your stash. Miss Lisa, how you doing? Jay Blackshire? what up? Uh, but uh you know Waltz um let me let me first do this before I get into the show in its entirety. I want to congratulate coach Margie McGee and the Valley View Lady Blazers on winning yet another state championship six in a row, 15 overall now have the uh, most state titles in Arkansas's uh, illustrious history and uh congratulations to those ladies incredible team incredible program uh you know margie is uh does a fantastic job uh her and her staff as well uh I know her she doesn't want all the credit uh but she's incredible and so um congratulations to those ladies uh it's awesome it's awesome they happened to play right before we did, and uh you know they had to empty out the arena then you had to sterilize before we could go in. So a lot of the girls were outside with the trophy and the banner and taking pictures and, and all of that. And that's awesome. And so, uh, I definitely want to, uh, congratulate them because, uh, that's an incredible honor an incredible streak. And, uh, that's a nice little dynasty they have going on uh, at Valley view. No doubt about it. Um, I also, let's see here. Hang on. Let me double check my messages. Uh,
7: Yeah.
6: All right, I'll double-check that, Jay. He must be talking about uh, on the on the feed.
7: Yeah, Peter Van is saying the same thing.
6: Uh, well, let Walls talk for a second. Let me see if I can adjust it.
7: <laughs> well, anyway, oh, yeah, but, you know, the thing is, uh, he was talking about, you know, the cool weather and everything. And I woke up this morning, and I've been promising this for the past week, and I said, yes, he finally, finally had got some frost on his pumpkin this morning finally
6: well I it guess, was a little brisk I
7: ain't gonna lie because I had frost on my I'm back I had I had frost on my windshield this morning and I said yes I said now he could be happy because he's been wanting frost on his pumpkin and uh I think a lot of folks got frost on their pumpkin this morning yes but uh but yeah
6: test test one two one two Peter Van are we coming in loud and clear now
7: but uh,
6: the weather uh, does help my mood. My mood, yeah. I will tell you. I got to be honest with everybody. It is. It has been. It's been an interesting mood for me. Uh, I've had a lot to go on, uh, and uh, you know, uh, obviously, I'm in a couple professions in this radio world. I'm in the real estate world. Uh, I love. The real estate world, but it is also very challenging. Everything I have going on in the real estate world happens to be a challenge right now. It's been tough. And so, uh, anyway, it's uh, 2020 in a nutshell. Like 2020 happened all weekend long for me. It just was one of those things where you're like, oh, you know, one good thing's going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen this weekend. But the good news is it's a new day. It's Monday. And uh, I want to say this I want to, you know, also congratulate. Uh, my daughters, and the ladies of Jonesboro Volleyball on a on a tremendous season. It did not end at all how any of us wanted it to end. I want to give credit to Greenwood. They played extremely well and a uh, very, very good program. <laughs> Jonesboro's seen them and beat them plenty of times uh, over the last few years, and uh, it was their turn this time, and they did it. And uh, But I want to congratulate uh, all the ladies of Jonesboro Volleyball for uh, – Putting, putting on a, uh, a show all season long and, uh, you know, giving me a ton of memories, giving the rest of the parents a ton of memories, thank you to the parents. Uh, it's it's weird for me. It's hard for me to comprehend uh, because volleyball has been such a part of my life and my family's life for the last 12 years or so, uh, going back to my oldest. And uh, to say that it's coming to an end is, is odd. It's still not really sinking in. Uh, but it, it didn't end how we wanted it to end, but uh, nonetheless – uh, it hit. It has come to an end, and so now I got to figure out what what am I going to be doing with that little sliver of time that I had before.
7: Well, you know, we, we were sitting there back in, in in the summer and talking about a lot of these 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 fall sports uh, besides football that was starting up not on the collegiate level but but on the high school level, and you know, we talked about the fact that you know just keep our fingers crossed that they 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 would be able to. To have a full season, play a full yeah. season. no, hey, no. man,
6: there was a doubt. There was a lot of doubt. Yeah, matter of fact, and
7: and uh, and so uh, th- those kids did did get their chance to play and fulfill a whole season, unlike you know the kids back in the spring sure. that their season was cut short. Um, you know, Coach Cummins. I mean, I know he, you know <laughs> with your daughter, I know she would want to be three and zero in state championships, but she finished two and one. Hey, that's still damn good.
6: No, it's, you know, and uh, we appreciate Coach Trey Harding, uh, athletic director at Jonesboro, for doing everything that he could to make sure that this season went on, made sure the parents could could be there uh, to see their girls play. Uh, You know, he went above and beyond um, at JHS to make that happen. Um, of course, thank you to coach Cummings and coach CC Smith, uh, for everything that they've done, uh, over the years for, for my daughter and for the rest of the girls and everything that they did to make sure that this season went on. Um, it, it definitely didn't end the way we wanted it to. And there's going to be some good memories and some bad memories from Saturday, uh, that I'll carry with me for the rest of my life. Uh, but, uh, but nonetheless, at the end of the day, uh, I'm appreciative that I got to see my daughter, uh, play and compete uh, at the highest level and um you know she's made memories both good and bad and um you know she's made friendships and relationships that will last her a lifetime and so um you know the the seniors on this team it was really hard for me to see them and i'm sure you know uh, you know the ladies at valley view being on the opposite end of the spectrum winning it's still hard to see those seniors walk away. Um, And they were on the winning side. We were on the losing side. And uh, it's always hard in any sport, even even when you go into spirit and cheer and dance and band and whatever it may be. I don't want to leave anybody out, Uh, any extracurricular activity. When you've done it for the last time, that's hard. Oh, yeah. Because the last time is hard to wrap your mind around. And as a parent, it's really hard for me to wrap my mind around it. Um, because when, when my oldest Kennedy, when she played her last match as a senior, uh, they were in the state tournament, they lost in mountain home. And, you know, even then on the way home, I was like, wow, this is the last time, you know, but you had that safety blanket of knowing, well, my youngest will be on her way and and we'll still have it. Uh, so, uh, closure is very hard. Uh, it's very hard, but, uh, you know, to my daughter, Tegan, uh, to Roz, to Maggie, uh also uh, of course Taylor, Abby, uh Shelby, um those those young ladies absolutely um represented Jonesboro to the fullest, all the way to the very end. And uh best of luck to all the ladies of Kane volleyball, you know, moving forward. I wish you nothing but the best. And uh once Kane, always Kane. And uh There anyway.
7: was a uh, a quote uh Chris Hudson from Channel Eight put out there Saturday. Uh, in the the history of volleyball in the state of Arkansas. Uh, You know, we always talk about how dominant Northeast Arkansas is in volleyball. Uh, But he said on Saturday, uh, and and I try to remember, and I know I'm going to leave some schools out, but there was about 10 schools he mentioned. But in the history of of, of high school volleyball, 59 of the state titles are held in North. From Northeast Arkansas, and and between, like I said, Jonesboro and Valley View, they the majority of them. But you know, Nettleton West Side. Uh, I'm trying to remember everybody that was on that list: Hoxie, Brooklyn, Harrisburg, uh, Crows Ridge Academy, uh, Paragol. I'm just I'm trying to remember all the ones that he listed. But but I mean that's a I mean that's a good stat to have. You know, talking about you know how how dominant. Volleyball is in Northeast there, Arkansas. There's no doubt. Let's I mean, not – I, mean, I, mean, I mean, CRA – Well, that's what I said. You, you know, know, CRA it was, he, but have that, nothing to hold list, their head down I for. Like I said, in that list, you know, he had CRA. Brooklyn was in the finals. Yeah, I mean, it's just – he named off about 10 schools in Northeast Arkansas. Batesville. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it but, is. But, it's but, a hotbed. But 59 state titles mm-hmm. uh, are held from teams here in Northeast Arkansas.
6: There ain't no doubt. There ain't no doubt. And 29 of them are between Jonesboro and Valley View. Yeah. Uh, those two were tied at 14 apiece going into Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Valley View got the win and now they're up 15 fourteen.
7: yeah
6: uh, so twenty nine between those two schools alone. yeah, so let that marinate a little bit. yeah, pretty impressive so uh, but it is uh, it's bittersweet for me. Um, you know i'm I'm very proud of my daughter and I know that she's going to go on and do big things and uh, it's just you know as a parent, it's hard to watch your 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 child hurt for any reason. And so Saturday was was very, very hard. It was very, very hard. It was very tough. Uh, but uh, nonetheless. Uh, also, uh, you know, we got to talk about the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room is a 28-point loss at home for Arkansas State to Troy. Uh, again, not anything that anybody wanted. Uh, that's, you know, it's when you look at the losses for Arkansas State in conference play this year, it, it's bad. You know, listen. I'm going to tell y'all. Everybody knows, and I've been criticized for years now for being a quote Homer and and whatever, and uh, which which is fine. Uh, I I can take it, folks. I'm I'm a big boy, um, but it's it's hard to defend three losses in conference that have been that bad. Yeah, that that's that's almost indefensible, to be honest. Um, you know. I am a little bit different than a lot of people in that I I do want to see the full body of work before I give a form, a formulated opinion. Mm -hmm. Like I want to see how this team finishes, what they do, because I'm of the belief that a lot of people would probably change their tune a little bit. If Arkansas state goes on the road Saturday and knocks off Lafayette, you know, I mean, they're a double digit dog as they should be. Mm -hmm. Listen, have no problem. You know, um, I I would imagine that the team, the staff, anybody who's around Arkansas State football right now should not have a problem with that that double-digit dog because, to be honest, they've earned it. Yeah. They've earned it. When you lose by four touchdowns at home to a Troy team that is, let's be honest, not as good as they have been in the past, but they're still a good team. And anybody can beat anybody in this league. We know this. But... It's been disappointing, the three losses. Three losses are bad enough. Like, losing three games in conference play is tough enough to deal with. But to lose in the manner that those games have been lost is tough. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, after a while, you can't, you, can't, you can't make excuses. But I will give my opinion on what I think is really wrong at the moment with Arkansas State football, and I'll do that uh, here in a little bit. Uh, but anyway, in the meantime, we've we've ran a little long. We're going to get ready to get into your game day forecast. Of course, it is brought to you by the great folks over at the camo shop inside of R&R Farm Equipment. Speaking of R&R, I know when you walk outside and it's in the 30s, you see a little frost on your pumpkins. And the last thing that you're thinking about is, man, when I get home today, I'm going to have to mow my yard. I know that's the last thing you're thinking right now. However, however, listen to me, boys and girls. If you think when mowing season returns that it's going to be time for you to get a new mower, think about the great folks over at R&R Farm Equipment. They are an authorized Spartan brand dealer. Well, here's, here's the good news for you. They're offering closeout prices right now on the 2020 models of the Spartan brand mowers that they have left. They don't have a lot of them left either, by the way. There's not many left. This is the only time that they offer discounts is the end of the year, and that is only if models are available. There happens to be some models available at r right now because they've got to make room for the 2021s that will be arriving here in Jonesboro very, very soon. So if you're thinking you're going to need a new mower, now's the time to buy it, and you can get it at a discounted price. And again, it's not something that they ever do. They just don't do it. And so, uh, Spartan Brand Mowers, yeah, it's, it's definitely a brand uh, that you've uh, grown to know and trust. Look it up. Look it up online. Of course, you can find uh, r r Farm Equipment online as well. And when you go see the great folks over there at r let them know that RWRC Radio sent you, and they're going to take extra special care of you uh, when you do. That's uh, the Camel Shop. It's r and speaking of the Camel Shop, the holiday season is here. It is November. The countdown is on to Christmas. And uh, for those hunters in your life, yeah. The camo shop is uh, the perfect place to go. If they don't have something that you want, they can get it ordered for you as well. And, again, uh, locally owned and operated, they're going to take excellent care of you. Go see them, and when you do, let them know that we sent you.
5: Jonesboro.
7: All right, here's your dime, put it in the jukebox, bye-bye. Now, I know the vending company came in and took all, all the records and replaced them with, with all Christmas records. They did, they so, did. So, you know, so I could just pr- pretty much go, let's let's go to the letter G and just hit a button because they're all going to be Christmas songs.
6: Well, and, and tis the season, right? I mean we, we've warned you.
7: Yeah, if you have We've a, warned you
6: this time was coming.
7: Yeah, and if you have a problem with it, well, you're a scrinch.
6: Yes, you're you're a scrinch, and we ask that you send all complaints. <laughs> all complaints care of Wallace Jackson to P.O. Box, kiss my grits, <laughs> Jonesboro, Arkansas. We don't care. All right. You ready? I'm ready. All right, all right. Now are you feeling a little giddy? I mean, we, we need positive Positive feedback I, I, today. I've got a mojo working today. I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of uh, more of an odor working, but uh, we'll take it. Here we go.
7: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, get ready, boys and girls. All right, let's get your game day forecast. Brought you by The Camo Shop. Well, overnight, temperatures fell in the 20s and 30s across the state of Arkansas. A lot of reporting stations, especially up in the northwest, had temperatures below freezing. Some folks... Yes, finally, for the first time, saw frost on their pumpkin this morning. Mid-50s today, slowly warming into the mid-60s here the rest of the week and 40s at night. By Friday, we'll warm into the low 70s Uh, by the weekend. The weekend looks dry, but we're tracking a chance for rain next Tuesday as a cold front comes through. And being that it's 2020 and being that November 30th can't get here fast enough because that's the end of the hurricane season, we're keeping an eye on the tropics today, boys and girls. Hurricane Etta. Etta? yeah, like Etta James, yeah. Zeta Eda. Eda comes after Zeta in the, the Greek. Not, Falcon. not spelled the same way though. No, no. But, uh, but right now, Category One, expected to be a Category Four. Right now, great. Yes. Uh, Just stop the, it. Yeah, in the Southwest Caribbean or Caribbean, as they say, Yucatan Peninsula, Central America is right now. Uh, uh, is what they're talking about where it's going to hit from there. We don't know, but it turns north, gets to the Gulf of Mexico. It's anybody's guess at that time. Wonderful. Yes. And already we broke a record this year. We've had 25 or 27 named storms. 11 of those storms have hit the land here in the continental United States. Uh, and five of those hurricanes have hit the state of Louisiana, their coastline. So, yeah. 2020 you gotta love it all right in the queue today we had a chance to talk some a-state cross country big weekend for cross country uh and uh yes uh, congratulations goes out to the uh women again went into two years in a row and also someone of the men's got the top award also some a-state tennis some volleyball also it is national deviled egg day Oh, I'm a fan. I am. Too. I'm a
6: fan. Uh, I would take. Uh, I would take anybody's deviled egg recipe because I, I've heard but, some some different ways that people put them together. But
7: when you mix that yolk and that stuff up, mm. if I see a jar of Miracle Whip,
6: yeah, I think you're
7: you're you're you lost. I think
6: there. you should be kneecapped. To yeah. be honest with you.
7: <laughs> you, go with mayonnaise. Yes. All right. Uh, on to all that other stuff. On the state 1962. Uh, of course, today is uh, My Jim Movie Monday. 1962, the Elvis Presley movie, Girls, 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 premiered in Memphis. Cool Hand Luke was released in theaters on this date in 1967. 1969, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid hits number one in theaters. Okay. The Terminator, <laughs>
6: 1984,
7: hits number one in the theaters. 1990, on this date, this movie was released in in just a few theaters, but it it it, it uh, was so successful. But by the end of the week, they said we got to put it in all the theaters. Okay. And about the next week, it was number one, just like that.
6: Okay. The movie
7: was Home Alone. Yes. 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 Nineteen eighty. Nineteen ninety-eight. The Water Boy hits number one in theaters. <laughs> the Santa Claus Part Two hits number one in two thousand and two. Okay. Two thousand and twelve. Wreck It Ralph hits number one in the theaters, and finally on this date, two thousand <laughs> and sixteen. After one hundred freaking something. eight years, <laughs> the Cubs finally
6: win a world series. I'm going to need you to stop being so negative right now. <laughs> going to need you I'm going to need you to stop being so negative right now.
7: That's a movie reference. Yes. It, from Back to to the Future I Part know. 2. It comes win the World Series in 2000. Was it was it 15 in the movie or was it 16? No, it was It was 16. Mm-hmm. So they they nailed it yeah. in the movie. Okay. Yes, I remember it very well you and I, well you were laying on your bed. I was laying in my bed, but I was watching you. <laughs> I'm glad you're clarifying yeah. that for everyone. But I was watching him as we watched the World Series, and when they went to the rain delay, I thought that he was going to <laughs> – Have an aneurysm? Yes. You're right. Yes. And, the, and then when the game was over, he cried like a little baby. I did. I, I did. Gave, I gave him some tissue.
6: Yes, I I sobbed I sobbed uh, a lot to be honest.
7: Uh, I I got a wet rag, put it on his forehead.
6: Yes, <laughs> well, I'm gonna need you to stop being weird now. It's time for us to move on. Uh... <laughs> All right, that is your game day forecast, brought to you by the Camo Shop inside of RR Farm Equipment, and again. Closeout prices going on right now on your Spartan brand mowers at R&R. Go by, check them out, and uh, get those discounts before they're gone and before those mowers are gone as, as well. All right, we'll hit this first break. When we come back, we will get into today's Calmer Solutions Hot Topic of the Day. RWRC Radio, listed and sold by Dustin White Realty, live from the Unico Bank Studios right here on 96.9 The Ticket, Northeast Arkansas Sports Station.
0: Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping.
8: He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry.
5: Disruptive may be just another overused buzzword.
1: Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents Leemu, Leemu. And Doug Lemu, I love how we're always looking out for each other Kind of like how Liberty Mutual looks out for you by customizing your home insurance So you only pay for what you need Lemu, why didn't you tell me about the uncovered manhole? I was literally just telling you Lemu I had no idea you could swim. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Quality farm supply. Now that's
0: quality.
2: Serving the farmers of NEA at our new location in Truman, on Highway 463, two miles south of our old location, and on Industrial Drive in Jonesboro. Quality Farm Supply. Northeast Arkansas, family owned and operated for over 50 years. Now that's quality. Your
1: one-stop shop for the parts you need. Quality Farm Supply. Now that's quality. Incredible deals on top brands. It's Macy's friends and family. Take an extra 30% off with your coupon or Macy's card. Plus, take 15% off beauty. You'll save big on designers that rarely ever go on sale. Get prepped for the cold and the holidays with 40 to 50% off coats for everyone and 40% off men's suits. Pick up All Clads 10-piece cookware set for just $399.99 and more great deals right now at Macy's. Extra 10 to 30% off regular and sale prices. Exclusions apply.
5: at Rhino Car Wash.
6: Well, tis the season 1040 RWRC radio listed and sold by Dustin White. Realty live in the Unico Bank Studios on this My Jam Movie Monday with a Christmas twist. And, uh, Walsh, we have made it. We often talk about it. Yes. When November 1st hits, yes. it's on. It is on. And I will say this. Oh,
10: Donkey Kong.
6: I will say this, Walsh. This... Maybe more so than any other year, needed to happen. Yeah, with as gloomy and as bad as 2020 has been. Yeah, we needed to get to this Christmas music yeah. time. Yeah. So from November 2nd to January 2nd. Yeah, get used to it, folks. Yeah, because that's how it's going to be. That it just it's it's a tradition for us, and we're going to keep it.
7: If you say anything bad about it. Then you just get on You're out a here your scrunch your Go
6: on. get out of here we're going we're going to hit you we're definitely going to hit you with the George Strait from Pure Country yeah go on. get out of here go on. so uh just be ready for it but uh anyway welcome back to the show back in action hotline 870-330-0927 quality farm supply text line 870-372 R W R C that is 7972 and as always you can reach us all across that bright and very, very shiny, freshly vacuumed Rhino Car Wash, social media sideline, Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook on this My Jam Movie Monday. Welcome back, all. All right, Walls, we're going to get into today's Commerce Solutions Hot Topic of the Day. We've kind of hinted around to it a little bit, uh, but uh, we're going to get into it now. And, of course, we will talk a little bit about... Uh, what went on this weekend uh, with A-State football and the loss to Troy. Before I do, Walls, I, I do want to send out a rest in peace uh, to now the late, great Sean Connery. Yes. Hard to believe. Yes. 90. Yes. I mean, Walls, you'll take 90 right now, oh, won't yes. you? Yes. You take 90. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine you being alive <laughs> for 31 more years. 31 more years. That's, that would be crazy. Uh, just just considering your current condition, you not, know, not, be, because you not, have, like we have said, you've got a lot of gravel miles on yeah. you. <laughs> it's hard for me to think about even being being alive as long as you but, have uh, been alive. yeah,
7: first thing Saturday morning, get up and see where Sean Connery, you know.
6: Unbelievable. And so uh, it, 2020 is just, I mean, it is mowing through oh, crowds of folks so was, on a Zamboni.
7: I, so I was trying to find, you know, those gifts – or they're gifs, or however you call them.
6: It's a gif, it, but that's okay.
7: You know, of, of it's him, the gift uh, that keeps on gifting. Him saying Bond, James Bond. Then of course, I had to find the one. You know, Daryl Hammond playing him on Saturday Night Live, playing Jeopardy. Sure, your mother turback. Let it snow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if y'all you know what i was talking about, just, sure. Just Google YouTube, say Daryl H- Hammond, Sean Connery, SNL, because those are some funny. Uh, I mean, those are some hilarious skits with, with him and uh, Will Farrell. No doubt. Playing Alistair Beck.
6: No doubt about it. All right. Well, let's get into today's Calmer Solutions Hot Topic of the Day today on the show. Time now for the Calmer Solutions Hot Topic of the
5: Day. Calmer Solutions 1805 Executive Drive is the new location.
6: Calmer Solutions, hot topic of the day we have ever had in the history of this long-running show. Should former quarterback Ryan Applin be the next former player to be inducted into the A-State football ring of honor? Right now, early voting, we just put this out and it's already gotten a lot of votes, but 94% of the votes right now say Yes. He should. We're getting uh, already multiple comments uh, over on uh, the uh, the uh, Facebook, as we like to call it. Uh, let's see. ALO says yes. Anthony Kinsey, former player who played with App. I think he would
7: know a little something. He about knows him. a
6: little something about App, and uh, also Kinsey from my former hometown yes. uh, as well. Uh, Scott Saunders says I think he should eventually, but not yet. He said Muck played in '75. Well. But, but, I, but, but I, I my reply to that is, is why, that what, was long overdue. I was gonna say, what took so long? Now I don't wanna be I don't wanna be negative or a Debbie Downer. Right. But if twenty twenty hasn't shown us that nothing's guaranteed, yeah. I, I don't want to wait so long that and please let me knock on fake wood, whatever, that no no nothing's to say that Ryan Applin would make it as long as Jerry Mukinsurum had in right. life. Right. I mean I want these people to be around when this honor comes. There's no reason why Jerry Muckensturm should have taken it until now right. to be inducted into
7: the ring of honor. Well, I mean, I think at least somewhere back in the nineties, 90s, early nineties, 90s, nineties, at the latest.
6: Yes. But I mean, what are we waiting on? His stats have not changed. No. His, his representation of Arkansas state has not changed. Like, so I, I don't know the process. I don't, I don't claim to know the criteria that they're using. And I understand you want to make it prestigious. But uh, 25 years? (laughs) You can get into the Football Hall of Fame in five.
7: Well, I mean, you know, he played... There, you know, in in the early 70s and finished up there in 75, the undefeated team. Yes. And, and, uh, of course, there's numbers of guys off the 70 undefeated team and the 75 undefeated team that I think should be in there. There's that are still not in there. So, you know, I mean, you know, 1975, what I was, what, 14 years old? And so (laughs) I'm now 59. Welcome
6: to tell everybody.
7: Well, no, but, but now I'm 59. I wasn't
6: born yet.
7: But but that's what I'm saying. I was a
6: year from being born.
7: I mean, I'm not – you know, I was 14 when I saw Muck play. And I'm old. I, I know, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I, I was 14 when I saw Muck last play here at Arkansas State and then went off to the NFL. I mean, that was 1975, and, and, and now it's, it's, 220, it's 2020, and I'm 59. What yeah. took so long?
6: And so I don't I don't get that. James Bickham chimes in on uh, Rhino Car watch social media, sideline on Facebook. He says, this isn't even a debate. He says, absolutely. He said, Ryan played the biggest part in changing the program and the culture of ASU and Jonesboro in our history. And, uh, you know, the beautiful thing about Ryan Applin is, is not just his demeanor, his success on the field, it was him as as a man. Like, he's incredible. He's an incredible dude, you know, and uh, (laughs) – If anybody should have been like, jersey pads come off, okay, guess what? You're getting right in. It's this guy. Right. Because I I do agree with James. I do agree with Bickham on that. When you think back to the change, the 2011 season, Mm -hmm. who was the leader of that change?
3: Oh,
7: it was him.
6: You know, uh it's there there's no he played a huge role. Now, I'm not taking anything away from the other guys on the team because this was a huge. I mean, you you look at De- DeMario Nate Harold, uh Taylor Stockmer, Tim Starson, I mean, Brandon Joyner. A- a- Brandon Joiner, Anthony Kinsey. Yeah. I mean, we can we can name all those guys right now. But he is he was the quarterback and the leader of this team, which will bring me to a point uh, here momentarily, but before I do, I'm going to head to the back in action hotline and talk to our man, Chuck. What's up, dude?
8: Not much, man. Go ahead and make your point. No,
6: nah, it, it'll, it'll take me too long to make the point. And I don't want to cut you off, brother.
8: Oh, okay.
1: Hey, uh, I have
8: to agree, man. He should, he should already been in the hall of fame or, or ring honor. Appling should have done been there. I mean, he did turn the program around, uh, I'll have to agree with you there, but my question is: okay, you're saying you're being biased, okay, when you're talking earlier about what's going on? Do you think ASU has gone stale? If you understand what I'm saying?
6: No, I, I listen. I'll say I'm going to say this, Chuck. Uh, I think that at this point, any question is is valid. Like it, it's hard. It's hard, and and, and I'll tell you, I mean, I know Coach Anderson pretty well. Coach Anderson would know that the questions that are being asked right now are valid. He knows this. He's been in this business. And in college athletics, professional athletics, it doesn't matter. In any job, if you are not performing to the level of expectations that have been set in front of you, everything is then on the table. There's no doubt. There's no doubt about that. So the questions that you're seeing out there and the criticisms and things like that, it's to be expected. It's the nature of the beast, and it comes with the territory. I will say this. I will say this. If you would have told me before the season started, even in this crazy climate that we're in in 2020, and it's by far the weirdest year that I can ever recall in my entire lifetime, I'm happy to have football. I am. But if you would have told me that Arkansas State – would lose three games in conference play by the margins that they've lost. I would have told you you were crazy, and so oh, I, I I would have too. So what I'm what I'm telling well, you is, you know, when you make a big pot of when you make a big pot of soup, Chuck, and there's a lot of ingredients that goes into that pot of soup, and you and you get you a big old bite that first bite of that soup, and you take it and you go, man, there's just something missing here. There's something not right in this soup like man we got all the we got all the ingredients that need to be in this soup and i've made this soup a thousand times but for some reason there is something missing in this soup that's what's going on right now with a state football there is something missing in that soup
8: well i'll tell you what i think is missing it's the fire it just don't seem like there's any fire in the kids anymore you know
6: and, and I'll tell you this, I, I, you know, some of the kids, some of the kids, and some of the, some of the kids that are more vocal for the team, and I, I'm not going to use the words leaders at this point, but some of the kids have said, well, man, you know, all week in practice, it was fiery. Everybody was whatever, but for some reason, when game time gets here, they're not showing the same fire that they were showing all week in practice. Now, that's a problem. That, that is a problem.
8: To me, that's on the coat.
6: Hey, listen, when you're the head coach, at the end of the day, your your head is on the chopping block. There's there's no question. That is, and that is accurate.
8: Don't let, and, and please understand, I'm not asking for his head.
6: Correct. I, I get okay. what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying.
8: I mean, if your coach ain't fired up, you're not going to get fired up, man. You ain't. And, and this may be the wrong example to use, but look at Arkansas last year under Morris. And look at him this year under Pittman. I mean, you see that guy, he fired up. I mean, in that game against App, I really didn't see no fire in, you know, Anderson on the sideline. You know, I didn't watch the game this weekend, man, but there still is not a reason why Arkansas State should have got beat by 28, especially by Troy. And I'm not taking nothing away from Troy, and I'm not taking nothing away from State, man. I just think they're better than what what they're showing.
6: I would I would you agree know? with the better than what they're showing. There, there's no question. I I don't think any what where the where the problem is right now. And and I understand wholeheartedly that things are are weird. I mean, things are really weird right now. You know, you don't ever anticipate having three weeks off in the middle of a season. No one anticipates that.
8: No, you don't. But you don't.
6: But I will say that th- this team has not looked anything like the team that played Memphis in the team that that played Kansas State.
8: No, and, and I don't know what kind of fan base or how many fans they had out there Saturday. And me, I, I am a firm believer, dude. Fans make a difference. You know. And I know this is a crazy year, and that may be the problem is you know they can't generate enough fire in their cell to play better. they need to feed off the fans, and that may be the problem I don't know I mean I just it don't make sense to me is all I'm saying, everybody knows I'm a big Buckeye fan, sure, dude everybody you know, but I also support the Red wolves, you know my daughter graduated from sure. That. You know, and I keep up with them. I just wonder if it's just going stale out there. You know, I'm not saying I'm asking for Anderson's head. I'm just wondering. I'll come out and say it. I'm wondering if his head's even in it anymore after everything that's gone on. You know.
6: Well, I will say this: after- uh, the the limited times that I've been able to be around it because of COVID. You know, I haven't been around as many practices as normal because of the situation. Yeah. It's been very difficult to be able to be there, and then when you factor in the weather and those th- them having to move into the indoor facility, and we're not permitted to be in there because of COVID in the protocols, which is completely and totally understandable. But I will say, when I've seen Coach out there in practice, he's he's been the same dude. Matter matter of fact, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit harder on him than normal. Um, and so I would say seeing him coach like in practice, he's been, I mean, he's a fiery dude anyway. He's always been known to be fiery. Um, I, I, when, when you hang up, I'll give you my, I'm going to give my opinion of, of what I think is, is missing.
8: Okay. But like I said, man, I'm not calling for his head and, and you know, and the crowd not being there may be some of the problems. But after what I've seen, it we sh- they should have beat Memphis. You know, they should have. And the way they went and played at Kansas State, you know, I mean, it just we know there's talent up there. Just what's going on with the talent? Right, you
6: you got to jail, right? like you gotta get it to jail, right? Like you got to get it to jail.
8: Right. I mean, you know, and I'll tell you what, man. I know this because. I'm a big fan of my school. You let Ryan Day lose to the team up north, people are going to ask for his head, you know? And that's just the best example to use. And fans will turn on them quick, no matter what they did before that point. And, man, I can remember when, you know, if we could just win three games, I'd be happy. Or if we made a bowl, I'd be happy. Sure. But we've seen more success than that. You understand what I'm saying? I
6: understand. I do understand
7: where you're coming from.
8: All right, man. Thanks for taking my call. Y'all have a great day. Go Buckeyes and go Red Wolves.
7: Thank you, brother. Um, the uh, the the final uh, count for the attendance on Saturday, and it was a, 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 a more people there Saturday, but uh, a little over sixty seven hundred.
6: Well, and you know,
7: it's uh, they only gonna allow twelve so. thousand.
6: But at least if you have fans, you have fans.
7: But, you but, know, but, but I was going to say it's uh, the first two games. Well, the first Cause game,
6: because I'll tell you, I'm. <laughs> I've I've been on the road yeah. now and been to places with with relatively no fan. Well, Memphis was virtually it felt like no fans. Right, you know, K State had fans, but again, it didn't feel very.
7: But uh, the, you know, like you so said, the first home game you had a monsoon, and uh, then the second was game was a midweek game. But uh, no, Saturday beautiful weather, and and I said, well, you know, we got a pretty nice little crowd here today. And uh, but yeah, it was cause I know like for Georgia State it was like forty five hundred. Yeah, it was sixty a little over sixty-seven for this game yeah. on Saturday.
6: All right. Well, uh we've got the top of the hour break coming up, so what I'll do is I'm gonna give you my opinion of what I think's missing uh with Arkansas State football, and I'll do that after the top of the hour break. Sorry, not meaning to tease, but uh from a time perspective <clears throat> from a time perspective, there's no way that I can uh get in everything that I need to say about what I believe is missing. Uh, with Arkansas State football currently where it's at, but I will say this again: uh, I'm I'm a little bit different than a lot, and I'm not going to tell fans how they should be or shouldn't be. Uh, I, I would say the only thing I would say is you know I understand the frustration and everything. You know, just getting personal with people probably I would never I would never advocate that. Being disappointed, even if you're saying you want someone fired, that's your prerogative for sure. Uh, but you know, personal attacks. I'd probably keep that a little bit low-key. Uh, but, uh, again, each to their own. You do what you want to do. Uh, but I'll tell you what I think's missing from A-State football when we come back. RWRC Radio, listed and sold by Dustin White Realty, live from the Unico Bank Studios, right here on 96.9, the ticket Northeast Arkansas Sports Station.
10: The smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com
1: slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. We won't rest until every man is well-dressed. At Orville's, the store for men. On Nettleton next to Steamroller Blues. Exclusive brands for Jonesboro and all of Northeast Arkansas. Johnny O, Southern Tide. of suits sports coats slacks and even next day tuxedo rentals any style all budgets 2612 East Middleton just off Red wolf Boulevard next to Steamroller Blues or shop online at MS.com. like us on Facebook and follow Orville's on Instagram
5: Vic's children's knows that kids ask a lot of questions especially when they're sick. <laughs> Mom, what's Red Dye 33? Artificial food coloring. What's high fructose corn syrup? Um, processed sugar. Some are surprising.
2: Can I have alcohol? Definitely not. Are you reading this somewhere? My cough syrup label.
5: Vic's Children's remove these unnecessary additives to build a better children's cough medicine. So you can answer.
2: (laughs) (coughs) When will I feel better? Soon
5: dump these additives and keep the relief with new vix children's coffin congestion use as directed it's michael Steele for united pawnbrokers on g street right across from sonic where we sell more guns than anywhere in northeast arkansas and why is
6: that we have the best selection and the best price bottom line at united pawnbrokers at united pawnbrokers you'll always save more money if you're looking for a special duck gun a special deer
5: rifle that special pistol or an ar come to united pawnbrokers on g street across from sonic you'll find what you're looking for at the guaranteed low Price, United Pawnbrokers on G
0: Street across from Sonic.
1: Stay Body, take care of you. Changes everywhere, even in the auto body industry. Stadium Auto Body is changing with the industry to adapt to deliver you excellent quality repairs, superior customer service, and a quick turnaround time start to finish. Stadium Auto Body gets you back on the road fast. Stadium Auto Body on Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro and
2: Highway 49 North in Paragold.
6: And now back to RWRC Radio with JC and Uncle waltz fueled by Flash Market, live from the Unicomb Bank studios, right here on 953 The Ticket, AM 970, Ritter Communications Tube Town Channel 21, Facebook Live, and RedWolfRollCall.com. Well, and I'll say this, you know, I know we just had Chuck on the Back in Action Hotline Walls, um, and and my disappointment in him is still pretty high from last year, and it, it is hard to believe, Walls, that it has been, you know, basically a year since Chuck has said he has seen uh, Christmas Vacation for the first time. Right. You know, there's not a lot of times that I've been really really disgusted with Chuck. Yeah. But I have to admit openly on air that I was really disgusted with Chuck that day, you know, because I, I really just think that makes you an unacceptable individual that you have not seen Christmas vacation. And Walsh, well, how long has it been since it's been out? Uh, what Last year they celebrated the 25th year. Well, okay. So, wh- so which one's worse? Which one's worse? 45 years until Jerry Muckensturm gets in the uh, A-State ring of honor or 25 years That it has taken our man Chuck to watch Christmas Vacation. I mean, that's pretty tough. Yeah, that's pretty tough. But uh, but anyway, forty five years. I'm just trying to let that marinate. I'm forty (laughs) four. I mean, I'm trying to let that marinate. I'll
7: I'll I'll say this. You know, was a couple years ago they came out with the the Austin Centennial team. Yes. You know, and I and I had some disagreements with some names on there that were left off.
6: Maybe they should let us have a, a chair at the table or something and help with some of this voting. I mean, I, I would take it, and I will take the criticism that comes along with it right. uh, as well. Uh, but, uh, but, no, I'm, I'm happy that they're finally getting Jerry in. But if you're just joining the show, our Calmer Solutions, hot topic of the day today, should former quarterback Ryan Applin be the next former player to be inducted into the A-State Football Ring of Honor? Right now, 84%, 84% right. say yes, he should be the next one. Now, with that being said, please please know when I'm saying this that I'm not by any means disregarding anybody else that should be in as no. well. I just think that when you think of the turning point of A-State football.
7: But the one thing that you brought up that, that I – totally agree with you and that will stand out more than anything and i know that is going to be part of your topic today but app led those teams he He was the leader
6: he did he was the leader of that team and uh of this program yeah you know um but i'm gonna get into that back in action hotline 870-330-0927 quality farm supply text line 870-372-RWRC that's 7972 And, of course, as always, you can reach us all across that bright and very, very shiny, freshly vacuumed rhino car wash social media sideline, Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook on this lovely, lovely uh, My Jam Movie Monday with a Christmas twist here on RWRC Radio, listed and sold by Dustin White Realty. All right, Walls, I'm going to get into this. Uh, I know we're getting a ton of messages Wanting to know what I think is missing with A-State football. And uh, I, w- I want to be clear on all of this. You know, I-, I do. I understand. Let me say this. I understand where so many fans are coming from. Do I agree with everything that they're saying? No. No. But that's okay because plenty of them don't agree with me either. And that's fine. Um, I- I've never really been one to hop on a podcast. Firing bus and all that. I just, I just don't think it's right. I don't think that that's the answer. I think there are too many examples of of places out there that keep doing that, and it's just not working. Consistency is is key. And I'm going to tell you what I what I see that's missing when it comes to a state football. I'm one of those people that that believe. And Walls and I were talking a little bit about this in regards to something else. Uh, before the show started today. Walsh brought up the question about. Hey do you remember before the NFL season started. That people were asking. You know. Well is it Brady or is it Belichick. You know you see the success. That that they have had over a 20 year span. Mm-hmm. And everybody kept saying. Well which one's it going to be. Well we're going to find out now. Patriots lose again yesterday. Yeah, Tom Brady. Bucks play tonight. And. They're looking pretty good. And so, to me, I've always been kind of one of those guys, and I know a lot of very highly successful coaches at the highest of levels that have always said, look, we're going to go as far as our our players on the court, the field, the track, the lanes, whatever it may be, take us. You know, and so... I like to use the analogy: a gun without a a gun without a bullet is a, is a really nice looking paperweight. So what I'm going to say is the thing that I have noticed on this team, and and for whatever the reason may be, is I am I am noticing a lack of leadership within the team, like the guys on the field, and it's not that I want to point the fingers at any of them, that's not – I just believe that the best players, like the guys that you would expect to be the leaders, the best players on this team, that's not their cup of tea. It's not their fault. To me, leaders are born. They're not made. You're either either born with that trait about you where you're a leader – Or you're not. And it's not your fault. Everybody is not a leader. You don't wake up today and all of a sudden go, I'm going to be a leader today. No, see, it doesn't work like that. You are either a leader or you're a follower. You're one of the two. And I personally believe that the best players on this A-State football team are being asked to be leaders just because they are the best players on the team. And that's not really their cup of tea. The guys that are supposed to be leaders on this team are more guys that are lead by example. They're going to do everything right in practice. They're going to do everything right in the game. But they're not necessarily those guys that are going to be rah-rah, in-your-face type guys. It's just not who they are. That doesn't that doesn't mean anything negative against them. It's just not who they are. You look at, the, at arguably the two best players on defense, Walls, are who? If I ask you right now, who are the two best players on defense, if, if I
7: asked your opinion, who are they? Right now, well, I'd say Forrest Merrill, and then I'd say uh, Switzer. You So you, you would leave out Justin Rice? Well, I mean, right now, like I said, I I, I haven't seen the whole season of him. We're all going to get one season. Okay, so but, but, it, but, but, but what I've seen of him so far, I've been impressed.
6: In my opinion, the two best players on defense right now are Forrest Merrill and Justin Rice. Okay.
7: I I, I can't argue that either. So
6: with that being said, Forrest is not a talker. That's just not who that man is. That man is to get down, dirty, let's get to work. That's who he is. He's not this big talker. I mean, it took us forever to get him to want to do an interview because it's just not his thing. It's just not his thing. At the next level, he's probably going to have to get used to it. But it's not his thing. Justin Rice just literally got here before the season started. How hard is that to jump in and try to tell dudes who have been here what they should and should not be doing and trying to lead vocally in that locker room? Right. It doesn't matter how great of a player he is. I mean, he's, he's, he's had an award bestowed upon him this year that's never happened in the history of this whole program by being the Walter Camp Defensive Player of the Year or of the Week. So you look at that and you're like, okay, so there's that. Now let's go to the offensive side. Now let's go to the offensive side. If you had to tell me who the two or three best players are on the offensive side, who are they?
7: Well, one, Jay Adams. Okay. When he's healthy, Andre Harris. Okay. And when he's healthy, Marcel uh, Marcel Murray. Okay. So typically
6: on the offensive side, your leaders are going to be your quarterbacks. It's just normal. Like, it is just normal. It's one thing that we look back at Justice Hansen. One of the things that I felt like was missing the entire time he was here was that. It's not his cup of tea. He was not a vocal rah-rah guy. He was a a really chill, passive, laid-back kind of dude. Doesn't really get fired up. It's just not who he is. Okay? It's just not. Jay Adams has never been a huge vocal guy. He's been more vocal this year than in his entire time here, and maybe his entire time at Jonesboro. That's not who he is. Jay is a watch what I do, and then you follow. That's who he is. He's about that action. He's not about a whole bunch of talking. Now, I'm going to give him credit. He's got outside of his comfort zone and has tried to do that more. He has tried to correct people. He's tried to be a leader. But, again, that's not who he is. That's not what he is – about He's going to be the the dude that goes out there, busts his ass. He's the dude that's going to take three three dudes out on a block on a run play. He's going to go and make phenomenal catches. That's who he is, but he is not this huge vocal guy. But he's more vocal now than he's ever been. But now let's go to the quarterback position. Let's look and see where those guys are right now. Logan Bonner, Lane Hatcher. 1A, 1B, however you guys want to reference it. How difficult do you think that that – is right now when you're sharing reps and you're not one guy. That's very difficult. Can they both lead? Sure. Do they both try? Absolutely. But you cannot tell me that within that team, there are not Lane guys and there are not Logan guys. I've been a part of sports and played sports my whole life. You cannot tell me that there is not Lane guys and there are not Logan guys. Now, how can you have one voice as a leader when there's two of you? There's two of you. That to me is probably one of the biggest missing pieces. When Ryan Applin spoke, everyone listened, correct? Yes. He was right. he was one voice. If, because you know what? Ryan Applin was going to speak it and he was going to do it. Ryan Applin might, on a on a 12 yard run get beat to death in those 12 yards, he's going to come back battered and bleeding and whatever, and he's going to say, let's go win this game. And he did it. I think that those two are in a very tough spot. Now, has the success of the two-quarterback system been apparent through Georgia State? No doubt about it. I was 110% wrong about it. I was 110% wrong about it. Was not a fan of the two-quarterback system. I've made that very clear. I've made it very known. I'm At the end of the day, I'm nobody. My opinion means nothing. But I think that when you come from a leadership standpoint and in a team right now that is in so much disarray, this team is in disarray. That there's, there's no other way to say it. This team is in disarray, Wolves. In the... The thing I keep seeing that's missing so much in this team is that. Now, I understand that people want to put this on Coach Anderson because it is his team and he is the head, he is the head coach. And at the end of the day, it is always going to fall on him. I, I understand that wholeheartedly. I get it. But if Coach Anderson is, is sitting here trying to figure out what's wrong with this team and what's missing – That is the biggest thing that I see missing is from within the guys that can make the difference. You can can put together the best game plan. You can coach them up all week long in practice and have great practices. But if when game day comes around, whatever day that may be, a Thursday, a Tuesday, a Saturday, it doesn't matter. When that day comes around, those 11 gentlemen that are on the field at that point in time, are the only ones who can change the outcome of the game. They're the only ones that can make a tackle. They're the only ones that can catch a football. They're the only ones that can score a touchdown, make a tackle, make a pick, deflect it. They're the only ones who can do it. And so in my opinion, you need the dudes out there that are putting a stop to this when things start going south. Just imagine, just imagine being... On that field, and you're the defense, and you get a big stop on Troy, and then out comes Lane Hatcher at quarterback. Leading the offense, whatever, three and out, boom, they're, they're back off the field. Defense gets another stop. Coming out and getting in the huddle, oh, it's Logan Bonner. Now it's a different voice. Talking to these same dudes that were just on the field with the other guy. This is not me attacking the two-quarterback system because there's a lot more going on than, than just that. The offensive line has been a problem. It has been a problem. Those guys have been running for their lives the last two games for sure. That has been a problem. But, but again, you need voices and actions on that field from a certain particular group of guys that says, we ain't doing this no more. You're going you're gonna to get your act together and you're going to do this. Or you're going to do that. We're going to get this done. You need those voices and those actions from your peers, not just the dudes with the headsets on the sideline and in the booth. You need that on the field. You need that when guys are not bringing the energy that they have been bringing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday on the practice field. You need those guys on the field to call them out and to say, "Uh uh-uh, not on my watch. This ain't how this is going down. You need those guys that can do it that they will listen to. That is what is missing, in my opinion. That is the thing that I see that is missing.
7: Well, and and, and Blake was asked that question on Saturday night at the uh, post game, and you know, and Blake said um, that it doesn't it doesn't have to be a senior. It you know, you know, everybody kind of thinks automatically that the leader of the team has to be a senior. And Blake said, no, it don't have to be a senior. He said, "But we do need some leaders, some guys to step up and be leaders." He said, "I don't care if they're freshman or sophomore." He said, "I don't care what position they're playing," but he, but he just said, "You don't have to be a senior to be a leader on this team. If you if if you want to be a leader, I don't care who you are. Step up and be a leader."
6: And, and again, I am of the belief that leaders they are not they are not made. Somebody isn't made into a leader. They're not. You are born that way. You have led your whole life in whatever you have done. You have led. 100%. No doubt. You can't look at a guy who's never really been a leader. No matter how outstandingly gifted they are, that doesn't mean that automatically makes them a leader. Because you're the best player doesn't mean you're a leader. J.D. McKissick is one of the greatest players I've ever seen here at Arkansas State. Guess what? J.D. wasn't much for talking. Just wasn't who he was. That just is not who he was. He was like, oh, you want me to lead? Well, watch me lead this 60-yard run into, a, into the end zone. That's what you can watch me do. And so, again, how do you fix that? How do you fix that? At some point in time, the guys that are suiting up and making the plays and making the tackles, they have to look around and say, man, enough is enough. We're tired of getting embarrassed. This program is better than this. The guys that came before us that got this thing to where it is is better than this. At what point in time does does the guys in the uniforms wake up and say, I'm done. This is it. This ain't happening anymore. Because I believe that's what it's going to take. It is what it's going to take. This team is not the team that I have seen or expected to see at this point in the season. But from an outsider's perspective, that is what I think is missing the most. Because we've talked a lot about Ryan Applin today. Ryan Applin wouldn't let this go on on his watch. Brandon Joyner, part of this staff right now, when he played, it wasn't going on on his watch. Demario Davis, one no. of the best leaders on the planet. Oh, no. It ain't going on in his watch. Oh, no. So, we start talking about the greats who have played here? You think Jerry Muckenstern would have let this go on on his watch? No. Nah. No. 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 It wouldn't go on on his watch. At some point in time, that has got to happen. And, and I do believe, and, and I've said it, I could be wrong, but I have said it. I could be wrong about this, but one of your known leaders is supposed to be your quarterback. I, I believe that those guys are in a in a tough spot to try and become. You know, I'm sure they're trying to elevate their game, elevate their leadership. But I think with it, it, it's like a competition going on throughout the season. Like it's like this. This is a competition going on throughout the season. In sports, and, and, and I'm, I'm okay being wrong, but I can't help but think that there are guys on that team that are Team Lane and there are guys on that team that are Team Logan. And if that's the case, if your Team Logan and Lane's out there, are you 100% bought in? Are you listening to what he's saying as a leader? If Logan's out there and you're Team Lane and you're out there and you're like, oh, here he goes again. You can't tell me that's not happening. It's the nature of the beast. It's sports. It's the way it is. But we need that. We need those guys. Whoever they are, we need them to step up and say, we're done. This ain't happening again. Troy ain't beating us by four touchdowns. We're not going on the road and getting beat by 13 by Lafayette. That ain't happening. It's, it's over with. It's done. South Alley is not coming in to Jonesboro and beating us again. That, to me, is what's missing.
7: Well, and I had a discussion with someone Saturday night after the post game, and uh, he asked – he wasn't here in the 2016 season, okay? And he asked me, he said, what was the turnaround after the 0-4 start? And said and I said, You talking about the two thousand and sixteen season where the last that last loss to UCA met 0 and four. He said, Yeah, what what turned that around? And I said, one, I said, team leadership. And I said, two, they had they had a team only meeting. <laughs> and basically, would you say it was a come to Jesus meeting that they had? And after that I, I told this person after they had that team only meeting you and I would be out at practice, and I said it was like a 180.
6: It was. It was a turning point. And what did that team do? They went on to win eight of the last nine games. Yeah. Well, at at this point, this team has no more margin for error. You know, I told you last week, Walls, and I don't care to say this now, but I told you last week that that I was concerned because I started looking at bowl projections, and I normally don't do that, to be honest with you. I'll I'll look just to see – Kind of what what they're saying Because they're always so wrong But when I looked at bowl projections I had to look at them five times Because for the first time Since 2011 For the first time I didn't see Arkansas State in a bowl projection I was like Wow And do you think that that changed any After a four touchdown loss at home No it didn't I'm telling you you, you've got to find leadership from within the team. This isn't, this isn't an excuse. You've got to find it. You've got to find it. Coaches can only do so much. They can only do so much. At some point in time, we need the guys to step up and say, we're done. We're done. Now, I wasn't at the game on Saturday. I did, however, listen to the entire broadcast with, with Matt and Tim and Brad. I listened to the whole thing on my way back. And it was brought up a few times about the energy and lack thereof on the sideline, on the field. It just felt like there was something missing. How do you bring energy? Where does that come from? Let's. Uh, we got multiple phone calls on the Back in Action hotline. Let's head there now and talk to our man, Propane. What's up, dude?
4: Hey, what's up, guys? That you know, that's something I was gonna. You brought up something that I will say falls back on Coach Anderson, and that is the fact. You know, you to me it sounds like you know you're really not a fan of the two quarterback system, and I believe you you know made that clear. But he's the one that needs to make that decision on who is going to lead this team out there every every Saturday. Uh, and in my opinion. I think there's more Lane guys than there is Logan guys. Because in my opinion, the, the offensive line protects Lane a lot better than they do Logan. And I may be wrong, but that's my opinion. But, and you know, there's something else. You know, I agree this team needs leadership, but, you know, the leadership comes from the head coach to begin with. And if he can't keep his guys up fired up on Saturday like he does in practice, and I'm not saying Coach needs to be fired. I'm not saying that because I do not believe he needs to be fired. But he needs to find out why he can't keep his guys fired up from the beginning to carry over to the Saturday. And to right now, you know, I have my opinion on why Coach you know, Coach to me just doesn't seem the coach of old. And I have my, I have the reason have my opinion on why, and I won't get into that. But I have my. But to me, there's no desire to fix what's going on right now.
6: That you said there's no fix.
4: No, I'm saying there's no desire to fix what's going on right now. You there's don't. Fix. You,
6: you don't think he wants to fix it?
4: Well, I mean, if it if there's going to be a fix. You know, we need to get it fixed. Because, like, you know, you ask the question, what's the last five games going to be like? From right now, 0 5. All right. But, I mean, and I know you got other calls. But, you know, and I know I'm no favorite caller on this show, and I'm not asking to be. But, in my opinion, there's something going on within and not just a lack of leadership from a, a certain guys on the team. And yes, we need that Brandon Joyner on the on the uh defense. We need that Ryan Appling on the offense to speak up and say, you know, and and I was talking to somebody earlier and I told him, I said, I want to compare some uh this team to somebody that's in the in the in the NFL. And I told him, you know, Ryan Applin, when he spoke, you know, kind of, you know, I said, Ryan Applin demanded great and that's what he got. And to me, I'm not I'm not saying Ryan Applin's a to Tom Brady, but when Tom Brady demand something he gets it and if not he calls you out from what i can tell because you know look look at the tampa bay buccaneers they wouldn't no fantastic team but look what uh tom brady's got since he's been there you know they're one of the best teams in the nfl right now
6: <clears throat> except they lost my and bears I just, can i can i bring that up at least can i at least say that yeah hey, i need something positive today propane okay thanks
4: but, hey, I mean, and that's fine. But, like I said, I mean, there's something that's missing. And I know it's leadership, but there's something else missing. And I don't know what it is. I'm 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 no coach. I, I'm just giving you my perspective from what I've seen. And I just – I want it – you know, this is just a fan perspective that, that spends his hard-earned money to watch him play each and every Saturday that he can go out there. And I want it fixed. I mean, it's hard to spend money on a team that, you know, you know, like y'all said, I mean, getting beat by 28 points the last three games, you know, three of the last, you know, couple games. I mean, it's terrible.
0: And All right, brother. when you
4: see them – well, one, one more thing and I'll get off here. But, you know, when you see them, at, you know, at the end of each quarter, they have to swap sides. When they're doing more walking than they are running or jogging, you know, something, I mean, they have no desire to get out. To me, they have no desire. I don't know what it is, but something's got to be fixed, man. But guys, thanks for taking my call and thanks for letting me
6: rant for a few minutes. Sure thing, brother. Take care. All right, let's head right back to the Back in Action Hotline. What up?
4: What's going on, gentlemen?
6: Oh, I don't know. You tell me, Gary. Uh,
10: long day. Long, hmm. long day. More, yeah, that was uh, it. Was
6: very long day. <laughs> I'll give you that.
10: Um. You know, When you talk about leadership, to me, watching the game now, first off. I had sick family, so I did not go and use my seats like I wanted to. figured no reason to put other fans at risk <clears throat> but uh the players look like they've given up, and I know that that's harsh to say. Um, but when you watch them out there, they're the wide open touchdown in the end zone where I mean there's nobody within fifteen yards of the wide receiver. Okay, that's not just the busted covers. They're all standing there, and there's just nobody's. It doesn't look like there's any effort on the field right now, and in my opinion, that that's a coaching issue. Okay, that when when the when the team quits, that's a coaching issue. Um, I, I don't know. Sure, you can get your your player leadership to be a little bit more vocal and then I'm sure we need more of that um you know uh i I'm not gonna pretend that I was here through the darkest days of a state because I wasn't but when you start talking about you know players wouldn't accept that well some of those players were recruited by a guy who who didn't win a whole lot of games right they ended up being great leaders under other coaches but Steve Roberts wasn't knocking down any doors as far as being a great coach on the field and winning just a bunch of games he shouldn't win, right? So, yeah, we do need more vocal leaders, but those vocal leaders have to believe in the coaching staff. And I think we're missing that.
6: All right. I'll That's give I'll give, you, I'll give you I'll give you that what I will say is though, Gary, what what I know is this and i I've kind of went through it with my daughters over the years playing sports and and other kids that i've I've followed and covered and whatnot what what my whole point about the leadership from within the team, the guys that are in between the lines, is this is what I know, especially with today's kids today's kids are a little bit different they take they take it different from a peer than they do from someone who is in a position of power who's older than them. If there's somebody that's oh, okay. their same same age in the trenches with them doing the same thing they're doing, they're more apt to listen to that and take that more to heart now than they are from someone who's actually in the position of power that they should be listening to.
10: I agree wholeheartedly. Now, obviously, it's peewee football, but I'll tell you right now, kids today are soft as Charmin, okay? They're just, they don't take a chewing the way we did or the way Walls did when he was younger. It just it's not the way it happens anymore. You chew a kid out today and they they fold up, they crumble and they they shut down. Okay? It's a whole different leadership style to get through to a kid today than it is to get through kids uh our age and older, right? Sure. Um I, I I will totally agree with that, but I, I will have to say, man, like as the head coach or as the defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator, whatever, it's your job to find these players' love language, for a lack of a better way to say it, and how you reach them and how you teach them, that's your job, and if you can't do that, then the problem is still on you. Right, I can get into any kid I want to and try to motivate him the way that would have motivated me. But if I know that makes him shut down, I'm not doing him any good. I've got to figure out how to get in touch with that kid. I've got to figure out how to motivate that kid. And if I can't do it, I shouldn't be coaching him.
6: Yeah. No, hey, listen, it is your job. There is no doubt. There is no doubt. It is your job to figure out what's wrong. Period. And and I have I have said for years that you can't coach every kid the same way. Some some kids I, I can just tell you, like with my daughters, one of them wants you to get in their face. They want you to get in their face and and go off on them. The other one does not. <laughs> and so you, you've right. got to figure out what it is that makes them tick. I I agree with that. Uh, as well that there's got to be, you know, and, and I, I do, I do personally believe that coach Anderson's searching to figure out what is it like, what is it that, that we've got to do differently? I, I do believe he's searching for that. I won't, I won't agree with someone saying, Oh, it's like he's just given up because there's been no signs. I haven't seen any signs of him just packing it up and calling it good. I think if anything, I, I he's probably yeah. a little bit lost in like, okay, we've tried this, we've tried that. What's it going to take?
10: I, I'm, I wasn't saying the coaching staff had given up, and you know, to to say the players are giving up is harsh or whatever. But it, it feels like there, there's a disconnect between the coaches and the players, and the players aren't playing for the coaches. Okay. Now, yes, if we had some better vocal leaders, and maybe if we had Lane or Logan as the 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 guy, you could get these players to play for each other. I think that translates into a couple of wins, but it's, it's a, it's a team effort, right? You, you don't win nine, 10, 12 games a year because the players played for each other and the coaches be damned uh, and vice versa. You can have the greatest coaches in the world, but if the players aren't willing to play for you, it doesn't matter. You're not winning. Right. So it's, it's that chemistry mix. You've got to figure it out. I'm not saying that, that coach Anderson has quit. I, We talked about this with Coach uh, Duggan. I'll never call for a coach to be fired, period. I don't want Coach Anderson gone. I think Coach Anderson is a good man. I've talked to him a couple of times outside of sports. I think he's a good dude. So I never want to see a good man be put in a crappy situation or lose his job and be kicked to the curb, right? I guess – Very short story. I don't know how much time you got if you got somebody behind me. But We do, but go ahead. Okay, three or four years ago, Coach Anderson comes to Jonesboro High School's homecoming game to watch his daughter do the halftime show as a cheerleader. I'm sitting in the stands with my sister-in-law. She's 16 years old, I think, at the time, whatever it was, uh, watching the game. She didn't want to go by herself to watch her friend play. So I'm sitting there. Everybody's stopping Coach Anderson, trying to shake his hand and, and whatever. I sat there on the end of the bleacher, and I ignored him because he's a normal human like everybody else trying to watch his daughter do some stuff. He chose to sit next to me, spent about a minute and a half talking to me, asking me how I was doing, recognized me from bringing my kids to things, asked me how my kids were doing, stuff like that. He is a genuinely good dude. I want nothing but the best for him.
6: Hey, hey, listen, I I will tell you. I'll tell you, Gary. I mean, I know him pretty well. And uh, I, I can tell you the dude's losing sleep. This is getting to him more than probably most people know or think. Um, you know, I know that the the guys on his staff are, are working tirelessly, too, to try and fix this, you know. And I, I'll be honest, I'm not sure that anybody, us, anybody on that staff, Terry Mahadra, the athletic department, anybody associated with Arkansas State, I don't think any of us have seen this coming. Like, I don't think any of us have seen this coming. And so it, it is. I, I think it's caught everybody off guard, and everybody's like, what in the hell is happening? And But I, I haven't seen any signs of anybody on that staff or anybody quitting. You know, but I, I'm telling you, you you've you got to figure out what's going on and uh, get it fixed quick, fast, and in a hurry, or else this season is going to snowball out of control. And then we might be talking about some things we don't want to talk about.
10: Absolutely. All right, gentlemen, you guys have a blessed day. and Appreciate you taking my call.
6: Take care, brother. Appreciate you. All right, let's head right back to the Back in Action hotline and talk to our man, Jerry. What's up, dude?
3: Hey, man. Um, you said it best a while ago. You said it's just in disarray. Uh, there's no one single problem. There's no one quick fix. But uh, I think we've got the right man to him, and it ain't bothering anybody in this town more than the people in that locker room and – coaches offices obviously but that said my i had one question did the team have a and Wally brought it up all ago did the team have a private closed door meeting yesterday
7: that i do not know
6: i i will say jerry you yeah. know if i knew i'd tell you um i don't know that i i don't know that um i haven't heard that yet um but it's i would say it's certainly something possible um because well, in, in times of in times like this, Jerry, that's that's probably gonna be part of what it takes.
3: Well, I didn't expect you necessarily to either know or be able to tell if you did. But if they had a closed door meeting yesterday, we have hope. If they did not have one yesterday, Sunday, it's over. The season's done. If nobody stood up after that twenty eighth ten debacle Saturday and took the bull by the horns and said, Hey, you know, this ain't gonna fly. If they have to wait till Monday to, to hear social media or to hear coaches encourage them to do that, we—I mean—you—you you can't light a fire with that with with wet wood. Yeah. Vince Lombardi couldn't coach a team that the guys didn't have some kind of, you know, gall. And those guys work way too hard to give up. I—I I don't think they do just easily give up. But they're at this point in time after what's happened the last three weeks, and at home Saturday that's when they have to take the bull by the horns and look each other in the eye and figure out how are we going to give these coaches something to go to bat with. And, uh, you know, I hadn't given up on the guys. I hadn't given up on the coaches. And uh, nobody, like you said, nobody saw this coming. Uh, We're not asking for excuses, but there's a lot of reasons. You know, COVID, Coach Anderson's issues, losing the defensive coordinator. I mean, we can take a top ten list all day long on reasons and nobody's asking for it to be an excuse. But if those guys did not take it on themselves to have a closed door come to Jesus meeting between each other yesterday, that really speaks volumes if they did not, just in my opinion.
6: Appreciate the call, brother. Okay, man. No, and and that's kind of my point. Um, Everybody, you know, when things are going wrong, there's going to be blame correct wals oh yeah i mean it doesn't matter if we're talking about sports business relationships i mean seriously we are quicker now than ever to point a finger you know and you know to to me when you point that finger you know i i was talking to somebody the other day and and they brought this up and so if you if you take class <laughs> family boys and girls take your point a finger like point a finger right now wherever you are. If you're driving keep your keep one of your hands on the wheels and be safe please. But if you're pointing your finger in in one direction depending how you rest your thumb. There's three more that are pointing right back at you. If you're pointing your if you're pointing right. At, at some point in time everybody's got to take ownership. That's Coach Anderson. That's Coach Heck. That's that's Coach Peremski. That's Coach That's all the coaches they got to do it. But if you're gonna ask them to do it, we need to be asking the guys on the field to do the exact same thing right. It, it's not about the blame. it's it's not that. It's it, no one wants to sit here on this show on social media. No one wants to sit there and blame somebody. what I, what I'm telling you is when you do that and the three are looking back at you, I'm saying that's that's the way of saying, well, wait a minute, am I doing everything that I could be and should be doing? It's to make you ask yourself those questions. It's not saying, oh, those three are pointing back at you and it's your fault. It's to point back at you and go, wait a minute, am I truly doing everything I can to make this team successful? And if you are not and you can honestly answer that question to yourself and go, you know what, I'm not, boom. There's the first biggest hurdle right there. That's the biggest hurdle for you to overcome right then. Okay, I can admit to myself, and that's hard to do. That's hard to do for a lot of people. I can admit to myself that I am not doing enough. Now, now that I'm not doing that, talking about it's great. Now I need to go out and do something about it. That's where this is coming from. It's it's so easy in today's time to automatically go, well, it's Coach Anderson. It's Coach Anderson. It's got to be Coach Anderson. Why? Because he's the head coach. It's the nature of the beast. It's it's what he signed up for the day he decided he wanted to be a Division I football coach. He knows it. The football's not new to him. It's been a part of his life for more than half his life. He knows what comes with the territory. But... At the same time, I believe it takes a full cohesive unit to get to the level that every every one of us wants it to be. And if there are parts that are missing, you're not ever going to achieve that that level. You're just not. And so how does this get fixed? How does this get fixed? And, and you couldn't ask, Walls, you couldn't ask for a worse scenario right now. You lose it at 4517. You lose at home to Troy 38-10, and guess what your reward is? Open up door number one, John. You get to go on the road and face your biggest rival in conference at their place, and they're 5-1 saying, come on in here, the water's nice. You get to go and face Lafayette after losing two games, 45-17 and 38-10, and now your your reward is to go on the road. Now, how do you take that reward? Do you look at that and go, oh, yeah, let's get it? Because no one right now, no one, and I'm going to tell you, the majority of people outside of that locker room believe that you're going into the slaughter on Saturday. That's the truth. That's what real <laughs> reality
7: is. For uh- – My dad would say, you don't have a snowball's chance in hell.
6: That's what people believe. So, guess what? The only people that can change that are the ones within that locker room can say, you know what? No one outside of this room believes we're going into Lafayette to win. Guess what? It's time for us to make that decision. Are we going in there to win? Are we going in there to get slaughtered like everybody thinks we're going to? That's the whole point. It's not about blame. It's about can you ask yourself that question honestly? And I'm talking about this is down to every single member of that program. Can you answer that question honestly? Are you doing whatever and everything that it takes to make this thing successful? And if you are not, you're the only one who can change it. That's the truth. Coach Anderson can't change what you decide you do. He cannot play you. He can bench you. But what does that change? Then you now put someone out there who probably is not out there for a reason. They're not playing for a reason. Because you're better than them. At some point, the tough questions have to be asked. The blame game, what's the blame game going to change? Does the blame game change anything, Walls? Absolutely nothing. It, it doesn't. So... Anyway, all right, it's 11:52. Sorry that my point starting from uh No, we
7: we we needed we needed this because I I, I people Saturday was like, well, I know what y'all going to talk about Monday. And I said, "Yeah, but I don't, you know, uh uh it's just it is what it is." And, and I just said, you know, tune in uh, you know, I know Here's what I know though, Walsh. just I know there's a lot of people out there. They're frustrated, and, and like you said, and I said before, we get it. You're frustrated.
6: Everybody's frustrated. Hell, I, I don't like it. <laughs> I can promise you that. But I, but I can tell you right now that Coach Anderson don't like it. The rest of the staff don't like it. Terry Mahoger don't like it. No one likes this. No no one likes this. This is not a comfortable feeling. It's been a long time since we've heard that. I mean, it's been a long time since we've looked at. And and I, I seen somebody, I think it was Kara Ritchie, made a post on, on Twitter. I think she tweeted it out. She went back as far in history uh, of this program that she could, and she cannot find a time in A-State football history, which is a long time, cannot look back in this history and see a time where Arkansas State lost three games in conference this way. That's, I, I, that's that's I that's that's a glaring
7: statement. I was gonna say I don't remember. You know, just off the top of my head, I don't remember. Uh, that's a bold,
6: bold statement.
7: Um, but I, I, I will say this is that two things that that I did get from Saturday night after the the post game was one. Uh, you know, and I'll tell you who the guy was. It was George from Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Mm -hmm. This was his last game. He's going to Denver. He's going to write for the Denver Gazette, cover the Broncos. Good luck to him. But anyway, he turned to me and he said, "You've been around here a long time, I hear." (laughs) I go, "Yeah, thanks. Appreciate that, George." He said, "Have you ever seen anything like this before?" And what did they do? And I said, "George." I said honestly, I said the first thing that pops in my head is you know 2016, you know the 0 4 start, and I said when when the, the 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 last game there was the UCA of that 0 4 start, I, I said people were losing well, and that, what changed it yeah. the,
6: the closed door players only meeting yeah changed it
7: and and I do know that you, you know here's the thing. Some of the guys that you you would not think that would would step up and be leaders stepped up and be leaders, and I know one guy that was on that team. He was a senior, and he was on special teams. And you knew you know yep, who I'm talking know exactly about. No, exactly, you're talking about. And I mean, he let them have it. Yep. All, all the other players, because he said, "This is my senior year. This is my last year. This is my last chance at." It.
6: And, and I, and I, part of me has to wonder this. I I don't know, but part of me has to wonder this because with COVID and everything that has went on, everyone gets a year back. Yeah. Now with that being said, you're not guaranteed to get that year back at Arkansas state. Like if you're a senior, you're not guaranteed to have a spot when you come back. That's not the way this rule works. You can have a year of eligibility, but it's not guaranteed to be at Arkansas state. They don't have to say, yeah, you can do it here. Yeah. But you do get this year back, and so the sense of urgency. I wonder if that's missing. I don't know. You know, for a group of seniors that are like, "Man, this is my last. This is it for me," but but really, it's not. It's not. Part of that makes me wonder as well. Uh, all right, we don't have very long left, and it looks like we have one more phone call. So uh, let's try to get to it. What's happening? Hey,
9: I was gonna say. Uh- I think the last time we lost three conference games like this in one season was when Hollis was
6: here. Well, and, and looking back, even as bad as it was with Coach Hollis, um, who who do I have here? This is David. David. Oh, okay. Looking back to that,
7: I I don't think that I don't, it, it, it even happened then. But I don't re- – I mean, we might have had three losses in a row, but I don't remember three losses – that just for this just, type of yeah. this
6: type of differential I don't even think that happened well, that even then a, that was a team with no defense
9: but it had an NFL quarterback and an offense that could score sure uh, but I mean, you guys talking about quarterbacks my impression is that the team feels like they can score with Hatcher and I just uh, I like Logan Bonner but he can't he he can't escape uh, when things break down Hatcher can make things happen. And uh, I think it's time to stick with one of them. And Hatcher looks like he's a leader on the sideline to me.
6: I understand. Hey, listen. Um, (laughs) Hey, at this point, like I said uh, earlier in the show, David, I think everything's on the table right now.
9: Well, you know what I noticed in that game? Their defensive backs were in our receivers' faces from the line of scrimmage, and they were all over them. And our defensive backs give a 10- to 15-yard cushion – and they can get a t- they can get 10 yards for a first down anytime they want
6: to. Well, and and I'm going to tell you this. I got to I got to defend Logan and I got to defend Lane. Um our offensive line play has not been good. Like and and that's one of the things that really has stood out to me these last few games is been it felt like both of them are running for their lives. Like it feels like they're both what running thought, for their I lives. Thought
9: that was supposed to- I thought
7: at the beginning of the season that was supposed to be a strength of
9: the team. It was, or is, or I mean... it.
7: And, and I'll say missing say a is. guy like Andre
6: Harris is pretty big. I know he's one guy, but he's one really good guy. And missing him has been pretty pretty glaring in my opinion. But it, it just has felt like the, you know, with, with the receivers we have on the outside, you got to give them a little bit of time to get open. And I, I just feel like the protection and and think about the lack of running game too. We haven't been able to open up holes really in the running game either. And so the O-line play has has certainly been a, an issue uh, over this over this tough span too.
9: Well, I you know the the offense is disappointing right now and yesterday or Saturday the first time my impression was that Hatcher's the one that can make a move and we keep disrupting any kind of of, uh, thing that they've put together just to make a point of starting both of them. And, And I like both of them. I know they're both good kids. But at the beginning of the games and during the game, I look at Hatcher. He's down there trying to pump people up. He's running up and down the sideline talking to people. And it just seems like he's the one that when things break down can escape and make something happen.
6: Well, David, we appreciate your call, man. Uh, we're up against it. We got to get out of here now for uh, Miss Kara Ritchie, but uh, appreciate your call. All
9: right. Thank you, guys.
6: Well, show in the books. We didn't get to do a normal second hour, but we're going to get out of here. For Uncle Walls, I'm JC. I'll leave you like I do each and every day. If you're going to do it, do it right. And if you do it right, do it twice. Y'all take care. God
0: bless. Walls. Goodbye. Oh, well, uh...